You are more than just a strong body. Your mind is more powerful than you think. Through total health and wellness. Your body, your mind, your spirit, your lifestyle. Your potential is truly unlimited. What's going on, guys? I appreciate you joining us today, and welcome to the Living Unlimited podcast. I'm Bryce Gibson, and on today's episode, my co-host Dima and I spoke with our returning guest Peyton Linton and our good friend Anna Norris, who's a fitness instructor and now working closely with the Operation Unlimited team. We talked about quarantine workouts, F45 gyms, our upcoming free virtual group workout sessions, and more. We started recording the episode a little late into the conversation, so bear with us. Thanks for tuning in. Passion for something and um, it's burning inside you, you know, you, you want to chase it and um, all that. So I definitely did that. I got my NASM certification and um, if there's anything that I can do in life, it's, you know, help other people better their fitness lives and um, their nutrition in general, just because the success that you can feel and, uh, you know, the confidence in the, um, overall, just, you know, the love that you end up having for yourself after seeing such great, um, results that fitness can do for you, uh, was something that attracted me. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. So we also have Peyton on the show. Uh, Peyton, I know we've kind of introduced you as a trainer here, uh, on the show briefly before, um, Explain a little bit. We didn't really do too much deep diving into what, you know, what you provide, uh, you know, to all of us as a collective and 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 how we're all kind of intertwined in this whole organization together. So could you just explain for us a little bit what you what you do in the health and fitness space and, and how that contributes to what we do at Operation Unlimited? Um, well, I mean, I guess it all starts with how we all met, which is at ASU, uh, where we went to school, Arizona State. Um, and one of the biggest things we had in common was basketball and working out. And so we did that a lot. Um, Naturally. And then post-college, after I'd gotten my degree in social work and worked in the field of social work for a few years, um, I became a trainer, which Bryce already was. And... Um, that kind of circled us back to this point, um, which brought us back to or to Operation Unlimited. Um, and I guess what I bring to us as a collective would be, I mean, obviously my input and my style or approach to fitness, and then um, professionally, um, you know, the involvement with the community and uh, social service, social work. Yeah, I think in that aspect think- of health and wellness. Of course. Yeah, I think one thing that we all have in common is that we do want to bring some sort of public service and community service aspect into this health and fitness industry. Um, Can you explain for us how like, I mean, we've we've been talking about, uh, especially in the past few days, doing all these brainstorming sessions and and trying to figure out how all four of us can uh, support each other, especially during a time like this with the uh, quarantine of the coronavirus and things going on where people's jobs are kind of a mystery. How does social work apply to fitness and how is it amplified in a time like this? It's a good question. I mean, I think that social work and community is always going to be a big aspect of fitness. Fitness is a community. Gym culture is a thing. Um, I think 
It's something um, that we're a part of and we love as trainers. Probably one of the things that, you know, made this lifestyle so attractive to us. Um, but community is huge within fitness. And in a time like this, uh, everybody is going through a very similar a similar thing. Everybody is dealing with this and we need to rally together and right. everybody needs to work out, right? I mean, fitness uh, is always going to be important and health is wealth is something that more people are going to agree with now more than ever. And so um, the two main things right now is to try to stay active and, and to connect and keep that sense of community, even though we're all inside. And so I think, uh, those two fields uh, have a huge overlap right now. Definitely. Definitely, yeah. So the uh, the three of us, me, you, and uh, Anna, have been doing these quarantine workouts pretty much on the daily, running these, you know, body weight, circuit-style workouts. And I think that's been an amazing way for, like, all of us to kind of stay sane during this time and, and have some sort of structure uh, and, and not go crazy. Definitely. I mean, it's Even really been a time like for me is like for us to be able to join from, you know, so many different places in the in the world or I guess in the U.S. more like mm-hmm. um, yeah. but just that, you know, we're all in different places and we're all in different in different levels of our lives. And there's so much chaos going on in each and every one of our lives. And the fact that we just get to come together for an hour and put all of those worries away and just sweat it out and to connect and, you know, have that sense of community again with your friends, you know. Mm-hmm. it's it's an awesome time it's not it's like i was telling Peyton earlier it's not even a, a workout it's just fun definitely definitely yeah bryce actually wants to explain to our podcast listeners specifically what we're talking about here they might not be completely in right what you guys yeah. have actually been doing yeah exactly yeah so we've been running these quarantine workouts uh during this whole um you know coronavirus mayhem we've been conducting these daily workouts where we're just running through a 30 to 45 minute uh full body circuit style workout um all through facetime really i mean i think we experimented with with zoom once but you know we ended up going with facetime and we just it's just been an amazing way like peyton and anna were saying to to continue to connect with each other even while we're social distancing we're staying away we're supposed to be following these rules um, but, um, but we've been conducting these workouts and it's been really cool to see the evolution and to start to see the structure that we're bringing into it. Um, so I guess with that being said, Peyton, do you want to kind of explain kind what we're trying to evolve this whole, uh, FaceTime virtual training workout session, uh, thing into? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, origin story of the quarantine workouts. I mean, everything gets shut down and we still need to be active, right? We still want to work out, right? We're trainers. This is something we're used to doing every day. So me and Bryce hopped on a FaceTime, started working out. You know, just next the two thing of you know, us first day. It was just us. Right, right. It was just us. And you know, next thing you know, uh, a few friends join, they tell some friends, and then before you know, we have this routine of posts that are going up every day on our Instagram and this group chat is becoming uh, deep and comical and people are uh, building relationships with people they've never met in person and the workouts are super fun and uh, we've done 50 straight days now right and periodized um, you know periodized programming 
uh, yoga, all different kinds of cool workouts, and everybody has been able to participate with, you know, minimal issues as far as mm-hmm. connectivity and being able to like understand what the workouts look like. It's been, um, you know, pretty pretty simple to train people actually uh, through through FaceTime and. Now that we've gotten to this point, it was just time to formalize it, not only for us as a brand, but for the folks that we're serving. I mean, taking the next step and making this something that is more efficient is going to be a win-win for everybody. Um, And it's been awesome to see the relationships that are built, again, just through the phone. A lot of us haven't even met, but you know, live in different states, even over yeah, yeah, international sure. lines. Juan, Except, yeah, Juan, one of our guys who's there every day is uh, in Mexico. So it's just been cool to see the outreach we're having and the connections we're building. And that all goes back to that community piece you brought up earlier. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We even had Dima on there today doing some yoga. Doing some yoga. Yes, I did make... <laughs> well, you know they say, save the best for last. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we but did. listen. <laughs> what did I do? You were planning uh-huh. on that the whole time, Diva. <laughs> yes, I. You know, but um, let me let me at least say this. I respect y'all. Y'all wake up every day at nine o'clock, and I wake up because Bryce wakes me up naturally, <laughs> and I watch him go to do these workouts. So I commend you guys. You know, I want to at least make an appearance on the fiftieth episode. I want to see you guys off the right way and boy did i have a good time i would recommend it to all of you guys i also say dima you you did contribute more than uh we may be giving you credit because dima was cooking a lot of the food going into bryce's body to allow <laughs> to have god damn right you know you make it sound a little weird like shoving into this man's body yeah. Right. Yeah. no yeah so yeah, so I mean, for me personally, it's these workouts have just been <laughs> been good structure and been a good way to kind of connect with all you guys. So that's been been really cool. Yes. Um, I'm the help who feeds the instructors. And I wanted to ask you about about F45. How did you? I want to ask you how you like got into F45. Like, what's been your experience with that? Uh, what do you do for them? And uh, kind of your whole your whole part on that? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I've worked with F45 for going on four years now. Um, it'll be four in August. Nice. Um, but it kind of just started. I was, uh, you know, looking for gyms and I've got my certification. Um, I was looking around gyms in Carmel and, um, you know, obviously that one just kind of like fell in my lap. Um, so, you know, after so many years, you you build yourself up or you climb up the ladder in a sense. And But with franchises, you don't really get to do that. You don't go so high, you know. Um, so I find old, or I mean, I'm sorry, I find new studios that haven't been built yet. Um, Mm -hmm. and so now I basically just work with this, uh, the South or the Southern of Florida and I help them build studios and make sure that all of their profits, um, are going as planned is my title now. And is F45, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm out of the loop a bit. Is F45 specifically... A gym, could you kind of explain what they are as a group? Um, so F45 is basically a uh, high-intensity interval training with personal oh. trainers in a group setting. So you're going for, you know, quick spurts. Everything's explosive. Uh, and then you're resting for a short period of time. 
and then your um, poppin' sandwiches over here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, you have those two personal trainers that are certified and have great experience and can guide you through your workouts. Um, and then you're also doing it with that energy that you get from other people being around and the music, you know, pumping. And um, it's just a great overall good time. So it's a bit like comparable to like a P90X or something like that in my generation where you guys kind of all get together and, and give us higher end of all uh, videos. Yes, there you go. Absolutely. That's really awesome. And then, yeah, just to let the people out there know and everything like that. I know I was a bit unfamiliar, but yeah. um, they're definitely increasing in popularity. They, right, right. I've seen a, I've seen a ton of F45s around here in the L.A. area and yeah, uh, Scottsdale, they, too, in Arizona when I was back there. So they originated in Australia. Um, and I actually had gone to go to the first um, studio in Bondi. Uh, Australia. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it's really cool experience. I mean, the guy, the owner is absolutely awesome. Um, but they originated in Australia. Like I said, they moved over to the UK and now they are just blowing up in the U S they're like the fastest growing gym, um, faster than CrossFit and orange theory has grown. Ooh, beating out wow. orange theory. Okay. Okay. So yeah, serious. Yeah. I've never been a fan. No, <laughs> I'm just playing too. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. We're blessed yeah. to have your worldliness on the program today. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. For real. You left the Great. country and I have not yet. So that's very cool. <laughs> do you guys like, um, do you produce videos or do you guys do like live interval training? Like um, as far as streaming. Well, so during the quarantine, yes, we are, uh, we're using Zoom uh, to be able to do that. And, um, but when we're live, like in our studio and, you know, the social distancing has lifted, we're going to be in studio doing our workouts. Mm -hmm. Let me ask. Um, so having to do a streaming through the quarantine, is that something you guys want to continue in a hybrid sense when things get back to normal? Or do you just miss sweating in the real gym? Like, how do you feel about it? Uh, me personally, I, I love the in-studio feeling. Um, yeah, I mean, really. I don't mind, you know, connecting through, but you can also only give yourself so much push so much, yeah. um, oomph, I guess through, it's just yeah, not it's the not the same, same yeah. when you, yeah. When you have that connection and right. you, you're pulling energy from other people. Um, well, so yeah, I'm really excited to, to get in the studio. Right. And that's the question of tomorrow, especially, you know, you guys dealing with fitness and everything. We've been forced to not have to use the gyms, not have the physicality of being uh, physically there with your clients and things like that. And it's going to be an interesting transition as we go back after the quarantine. How many people are still going to want to do physical workouts? How big is virtual going to be versus getting back in the studio? And I think it's going to be something we've never dealt with as a society. It's going to be interesting to see how it pans out. Yeah, it is very scary. Yeah. I mean, you got to, you've done your improvising and I mean, you can only improvise so much, you know, with right. your workouts and all of these things. And I mean, it's just, it's a very scary situation to be put in. Um, but workouts are a part of everyone's lives. Fitness is a part of everyone's lives. And I just feel like if you're drawn to do it, you're going to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't so, so Peyton, yeah, we, so kind of piggybacking off of what Dima just said. Yeah. A lot of us are being forced to, to do some workout routines and, and regimens that we're not entirely used to and we're being kind of forced to mix it up and and do some body weight things that a lot of us lifters or a lot of us yogis you know what I mean like we're we're kind of being forced to use our own body weight to get creative to figure things out 
Uh, what are some What are some of the benefits you've noticed, Peyton, from like switching up your training style, uh, doing something different, and uh, mixing it up? Well, I think that the main thing that I've noticed, and you alluded to that transition, right? These different types of athletes and people that approach fitness in different ways, having to try something new, is that you notice that you don't have to overcomplicate things, right? So these bodyweight exercises we're doing at home, like you would think they would be super easy, but doing them a certain way becomes extremely difficult because smaller muscle groups aren't as strong or your mobility and flexibility isn't where you thought it was. Um, and I think that is extremely humbling, but also, again, makes you, you know, focus on the fundamentals, which can be extremely uh, beneficial for functionality for an athlete, for a person. I think for most people, I think for most people, because too many times we tr- we overcomplicate things and we want to like we want to find the the perfect workout program online and and follow that and do all these complicated rep ranges and uh, weightlifting schemes or or high intensity and we want to complicate things so much that sometimes coming back to the fundamentals is is like the is the best thing because we're neglecting a lot of the things that we should be doing on a normal basis that we don't normally do right Everybody thinks that, you know, that high of all of these crazy things is going to give you the fast results because everybody wants it now. You know, like I mm-hmm. want these results. I got to do the craziest of things. In yep. actual reality, like if you go back to your basic, simple yoga stretch, mm-hmm. like that's that's going to be- better you, you know. Push ups right. and squats, baby. Push ups. I can even allude to that a bit with what I've been doing fitness lately. I know going to the gym kind of got me into a routine, using the machinery, using free weights and things like that. And when that was gone, I kind of felt like, oh, my God, all hope is lost. The gyms are down. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, I could feel myself gaining on a bit, just being so stagnant in the house, forced by the quarantine and things like that, and not having the gym, and banking on the gym when I had it, to where a week ago, I'm just like, yo, you've lost 60 pounds in your lifetime. How did you do it before? And at the time of the same situation, I didn't have a gym. I was at a college where I couldn't afford their gym. And I just was tired of making excuses. So I just started running. And every day, like every three days, I would just run three miles a day. And like I did that for months. And I literally lost more weight than I've ever lost in my life. Everyone has different bodies and different goals and things like that. But I, I definitely agree where not having a gym has forced us to really just simplify this Mm -hmm. and like to know your body, feel your body, understand the way your body works and things like that. And just get back to such an instinctful way of feeling out your body and knowing what you have to do with like those specific muscle groups and things like that. Right. It's like going back to having a healthy relationship with yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, because all the craziness that happened. Yeah. You know, you get caught up in the world. For the people in the back. (laughs) Oh, for the people in the back. I said, it just comes back to having a good relationship with yourself yes yeah and I love that, that to harp on that it's like a relationship with someone else it's communication and you literally communicate with your body your body through its nervous system tells you hey this hurts hey this is feeling real good bro get a couple more pumps in mm-hmm. i'm ready to go or hey you've been beating me up man we need to take it slow you got to listen to your body just like you listen to a partner. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, I mean, I can relate to that just by um, just, you know, being vegan as you pull that in there. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. that. I've like 
my body in general when like the past in high school and all that stuff, you know, I've had all of those issues with digestion and um, my hormones and, you know, just female crazy stuff that you guys will never understand. Um, I get it. I, I get mean, it. It was, it was a struggle and it was uh, something that I absolutely hated dealing with. And um, one day I just went to the doctor and got all these tests and, you know, I, I promised myself that I would make that better relationship with myself and understand my body more and, you know, hear it when it's trying to, to yell at me. Um, so I got all those tests and I figured out that cutting out dairy was really helpful. And then, um, you know, you take out the gluten, um, and I'm just taking out all of these things and then realizing that my body just does better with this specific diet. Cause like, right. so I would never push, you know, veganism on anyone. If you want to live your life the way you want to live it, that's fine. You know, you have the right to do so. Um, it just happens to be that vegan is the lifestyle that fits me and, um, my lifestyle the best. Yeah, that that's amazing. I think that that's there's a huge takeaway for people to 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 gain from that, and that's uh, that there's so much individual variance when it comes to person to person. You know, with with what kind of diet works for you, and what kind of training program works for you, um, and you know what kind of sleep requirements and everything. So just, you know, and going back to learning how to love yourself and, and that's a part of it is learning how to listen to your body and figure out what works for you and, uh, you know, just being intuitive and, and taking that, uh, that intuitive approach, approach to your health. Right. And plus, and I mean, like, it's, just add, oh, it's like coming back to that, like everybody wants it right now. Like mm -hmm. if you actually step back and, and you have the patience with yourself, you will actually tune in to what, you know, your mind and spirit is trying to tell you. Yeah. And just to add on to that, like, just the way you figured out the the reason why you need to select your diet is the reason why you're not going to cheat on your diet or it's not going to be something of yesterday and all of a sudden you're going to revert. You literally chose that diet because you listen to your body, not because your friend not because you watched some video on YouTube. You actually listened to your body and it told you what you needed to do. And that's how you select your diet. That's how you cater to what fitness you want to do. It's so important to communicate with your body so that you don't waste energy doing things that don't work for your body. You know what I mean? Of course. Um, well, to definitely wrap things up like we've been talking about. You guys have been doing your workouts for like the last 50 days and everything. And as you guys wind down in a lot of the quarantines, semi lockdown around the country um, and people go back to work and things like that. I understand you guys are going to kind of change things up to make them make more sense in a productive society rather than a quarantine society that we've been in. Right. We're so just... what are some of those major changes you guys are going to be able to make to adapt uh, your program into regular life moving forward. Yeah, so Peyton, I, I think he's kind of directing this question towards you. Like he said, we're going to, into into this next phase of our workouts with a little bit more structure, a little bit more of a game plan uh, as far as the direction we're going to take these workouts. If you want to just dive into that a little bit, Peyton, for us, that'd be great. Yeah, so the last 50 days, like y'all mentioned, we did – uh, these quarantine workouts and it started obviously super informal. Um, but like Dima mentioned with this transition back into the new normal kind of looming over our heads, uh, we want to set up this group uh, for success uh, after, you know, lockdown is 
uh, over. And so we're just making it a bit more formal. We're going to have an online scheduling system um, that will plug uh, the workout straight into our uh, anyone who wants to join uh, Google Calendar, which will be right next to the Google Hangouts app where we are uh, hosting our workouts and also right next to the Google Drive where a lot of the uh, online coaching platform resides. And so, yeah, in addition, <clears throat> yeah, sorry, in addition to that, I just wanted to add on that we're going to have a different trainer kind of orchestrating these workouts for each day of the week. Um, so, you know, I know me, you, and Anna will be organizing a few of these workouts, and then we've got another friend of ours, uh, Darnell, who will be organizing another day. So just to kind of mix things up and, and to get a, a different personal training perspective, um, you know, for, for our community and for our group. Cool. So with that being said, uh, any closing remarks you guys want to make or um, any news, any updates, anything going on? In, uh, all in I your... got to say, all I got to say is we live in life limitless out here. Hey, hey. yes, we are. Love that. <laughs> Living Love that. limitless. And that is our brand. <laughs> cool. So let me leave you guys with this question. Uh, as, as fitness professionals, uh, health professionals, all of us, you know, Dima being more on, on, on the uh, culinary side of the whole equation. I work out too. Yes, he does. How do you, how do you guys want to make an impact on the, on the fitness world, on the health space? Um, all right. Um, I honestly, I just, I hope that I can, you know, be a part of these people's journeys because I know this journey isn't very easy. Um, and a lot of people struggle with it. And so right. if I can just have, you know, my input in to be able to support them and make a, a friendship with them and be able to have them or, you know, help them connect to, to fitness and having it as like a coping mechanism, um, mm -hmm. I would be, I would absolutely be thrilled to have that or to be a part of that. Love that. Love that. Yeah. What, what about you, Peyton? <laughs> what, do you, what impact do you want to make on the fitness world? Man, I mean, I hope that through fitness, I can affect positive change in the communities that I'm living in and residing in. Um, and that, you know, it'll provide opportunity uh, for people around me and people I care about to live a better life. That's my main, my main mission. It's a good mission, oh, and bro. Also it's that like, mission. you know, people, they can succeed in this, you know, that there isn't limits in these limits that they think that they have, you know, it's, mm -hmm. they're not there. You mm -hmm. can exceed all limits, all yes. expectations. There's always another level, factual. And that kind of segues into what I do. There's always another level. What I do is I handle a lot of the nutritional things in this group. And what I've learned is even when you think you're at that plateau, you can even go further. And I'm at a point in my cooking uh, paralysis and things like that where I'm like, man, it keeps getting better. It keeps getting better. The ingredients improve. The technique improves and things like that. So that's what I want to bring to the world, you know, as far as answering this question. I want to bring a new outlook on cooking. I want to restore that natural instinct in the people. A lot of people have lost that instinct with all of the options we have for to have someone else cook for us these days. I want people to take a whole new grasp on the concept of cooking, choosing ingredients, mixing it up, mm -hmm. trying different cultural recipes, doing shakes, 
instead of you know or finding different ways to absorb those nutrients we've been doing a lot of shakes lately mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of people have been excited by that as far as what i've been doing on my instagram so i'm just happy to see people specifically on my feed being semi you know inspired by what i do by the ingredients i buy for the things i do and and i can definitely see them using more vegetables and fresh ingredients when they cook and they're starting to post it and things like that and I'm very excited to change the narrative. Hopefully, this project propels me to that next level. Absolutely, man. I think we're all really excited. We've got a lot of cool things in the works uh, under the umbrella of Operation Unlimited. Like Peyton mentioned, we've got these workouts that are going to be rolled out next week. Uh, we're going to keep going with the podcast. we got more content coming up on the Instagram page uh, and the YouTube channel. And... Uh, just really trying to get this thing streamlined and, and keep providing valuable content. So w- with that being said, you guys can find us at operationunlimited.com. Uh, you can also check out the Instagram page. That's Operation Unlimited. You can find Dima on Instagram. That's Dima2K20, D-I-M-A-2K20. I'm on Instagram as well. That's Bryce J. Gibson. Hayden, if you want to go ahead and uh, throw your at down there, let them know where they can find you. Yeah, my at's just my first name, so P-A-Y-D-Y-N. Got it. How about you, Anna? Uh, mine is Anna Norris with a couple underscores afterwards. That's in, a, in <laughs> Norris as in Chuck Norris. Got it. Cool. I love this show. Uh, Anna, you're cool. You're cool, cool. cool. Absolutely. <laughs> you're cool, too. I don't even get... Bryce introduces me. Everyone else gets their own introduction. <laughs> and then Peyton's like, well, huh? Are we still recording here? Yeah, Peyton. Well, I, did, I didn't want to mess up their handles, man. Come on now. Give me a break. And with that being said, <laughs> thanks for listening, you guys. And we are out. Until next time, peace. Bye.